listen up everyone. You've been living in this forest against your will for way too long. We're going to go and do something about that. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be tricky. From the south of this clearing, the drums get louder. And you, through the the fog of, of spores, see a number of figures that become clearer as they move towards you. And now we continue. Do any of them look like they're being affected by the spores? Uh, give me a perception roll. Perception! 22! Um, if they're being affected by it, they don't seem to be showing it physically. Mm-hmm. They, are, they, they're, they aren't moving in a way that would indicate that they are poisoned. Yeah, cool. How close is Morel to where Potentia and I are? Uh, he is 30 feet away from you. <laughs> Basically straight due east. Alright, I'm going to point at him and cast message and ask, which one is the guy we're after? Brother Felodius is probably the one at the front or in the middle. I can't see from here. Uh, as they get to the edge of that um, circle of, of desiccated grass, one of them continues forward, and the two groups of five move to encircle that uh, circle. Mm-hmm. They move like they move around the edge of that circle. And the one who is in the middle continues forward, followed by the larger uh, humanoid. As they step closer now through the the spores, you can see that the one leading the group uh, is a, a a man who is still wearing those grey robes, but they've got. A lot of adornments on, like, across their shoulders um, and, like, on top of their head, that would, like, they they have like wooden, like a wooden crown almost of mm-hmm. of of thorns and that point upwards, uh, and on their shoulders there appear to be some like fungal mushroom growths. I'm gonna uh, point it. Def- Sorry. Sorry, I'm gonna point it Morel again and go. I'm going to say it's the guy wearing the crown. 
It's been some time since I've seen Felodius, but yes, that does look like him. Um, Can I point at him again? At Morel? Mm-hmm. Any ideas about what they're doing? I have one idea, but I hesitate to speak it into truth into the world. I'll point at him. I think it's probably important that you do. I think they're going to perform their ritual ceremony and sacrifice that poor individual. Alright, I'm going to turn to Potentia and relay that information very quietly. So, uh, as the individual identified as Brother Felodius um, steps towards the altar, they turn back and like open their arms wide to like welcome forward this uh, grey-robed figure who walks towards them. Uh, and stepping out of the, the spore mist behind them is a ten-foot-tall uh, tree figure like made of wood and and bark with uh they've got a a a staff like weapon made of of wood and a shield as well and they are escorting this this gray robed figure Mm -hmm. i'm gonna uh, point into the center i'm gonna point at morel again i'm so sorry i'm just completely ruining your vibe um but i'm also not sorry i'm gonna point at morel again and say we need to stop this yeah we do. We cannot let more people be sacrificed. I'm going to point at Harold. Can I see Harold from where I am? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to point. You are to- hidden. You are hidden from the 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 grey robes, but you aren't hidden from each other. Mm-hmm. You can like see each other. I'm going to point at Harold and say, Morel thinks this is a sacrifice. We're going to move soon. I think. What do you reckon? Um, well, probably sooner rather than better then, because uh, I wouldn't want. I mean, yes, sooner, sooner, sooner is better. Okay, I'm going to point at Harold and say, "All right, count to ten, and then go." All right, but if I see a dagger or something, I'm I'm going. Okay, count to ten okay. from now. Alright, I'll tell you what happens in that 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to point at Morel and, and relay that straight away as well. And then talk okay. to Potentia. I don't know that you have time to do all of those things in 10 seconds, darling. Uh, it's going to well, hit, it's going to be Harold counts to 10. It's going to be Harold, then Morel. No, then. as in like, we go when Harold goes. Oh, okay. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, I was just saying, I'm like, it's a lot to relay in 10 <laughs> seconds, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, you send the message to Harold, count to ten, and then we'll go. And then you tell Morel, when Harold goes, we go. And you t- turn to Potentia and then say, when Harold, when Harold goes, we go. Yeah. So, as you're relaying this message to Morel and then to Potentia, what happens is this uh, grey-robed figure stands on the... St- steps up onto the stone... Um, raised section in front of the altar and 
uh, Brother Felodius seems to be speaking. You can't really hear him particularly well from over here. Mm. Uh, and he seems to be speaking to the uh, the congregation of, of the ten people who are around the circle. Uh, you don't see a knife, but he, he, he's beginning his speech when Harold gets to ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I think we'll get one round of stuff and then we'll have initiatives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, in that case, uh, I think for me it will be... Uh, a guiding bolt on Polonius, okay. yeah. Roll to hit. Okay, let's use this. That's a 17 to hit. That hits. Alright. So, that'll be 16 radiant damage plus advantage to whoever attacks next. Okay. Um, so, 16 damage from you. Then we have Morel. And Brother Morel is going to cast Entangle hmm. on the group closest to you. Bursting from the ground are vines and roots that come up and attempt to grab three of these uh, great cultists. They get to make saving throws. Uh, they all fail, which is nice for Morel. So they're entangled. Um, you'll notice that there is an area that is now vined up, mm. <laughs> um, but that area does not extend into the desiccated circle. Okay, it's, it's a bit it's viney. Like it's, the circle should go in, around. It's divine, if you prefer. Hey, divine. Uh, so that was Morel. Um, Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Potentia and Meredith, what are your dexterity modifiers? Plus three. Uh, plus three. All right. Well, you both go and go at the same time then. Um, Meredith can go first because she would be more like aware because she's explaining it to Potentia as to what's going on. So you can you can go first. Um, okay, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast because we're a long way away. Um, so roll to hit eleven. You have advantage. Oh, do I? You have advantage because of Guiding Bolt. Yes. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Plus six is twenty-six. Well, I'm glad you went first. Um, what does that What does that look like, Meredith? <laughs> okay, so um, Meredith is basically just so over all of this, right? She's done. She's like, we didn't have to be here in the first place. We didn't have to be doing all of this. We got trapped. We're just trying to do Raffi a favor, and everything has gone to heck in a handcart. And so she just kind of like stands up and goes. And then just like um, picks up her, um, holds her her acorn necklace in one hand and then just like lets loose with the other hand and like all of these like autumn leaves start kind of wrapping around her um, her arm and then just kind of go and um, this bolt of like red crackling, it says blue on the thing, but um, red crackling lightning just like fires out of her, her arm and you can tell that she's a little bit shocked by it as well about just how much comes out of her arm um and she just kind of like exchanges glances with potentia and is just like did you see that (laughs) okay so that's 1d10 that's 2d10s because you're crit oh yeah i got three 
Uh, and six, so nine. Nine damage. And um, can I move forward a little bit as well? Yep, do you get any bonus that added to that as well? No. Either just the... It's the, the cantrip, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> uh, and so you move towards them 30 feet? Oh, I've um, only got 20 feet, 25 walking okay. speed though. Well, the tree, moving through the roots and things of this tree is going to be difficult terrain, so you only get to move 10 feet through it. Okay. Or you can move around the tree, 20 feet. It gets you to roughly the same distance, like you're getting closer 10 feet, but one of them is you are in the tree roots, like in the, the, the branching part of the tree, or you're outside the tr- that. Um... Being within the tree roots means that you continue to move through that area will have half movement, but you also have some cover. Yeah, I'm going to go into the roots and move forward. Okay. So you move you move 10 feet forward. You are now 80 feet away. Yep. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. How many people would be in a 20 foot, within 20 feet of a point you choose? So I guess a 20 foot radius circle around Felodius. Uh, are you attempting to also hit like do you want to center that circle in such a way to not hit the person who was a sacrifice because you can either place it in such a way to hit Felodius and the yeah I kind of don't want to hit that guy that guy if I can avoid it but if it's not feasible for me to avoid it then that's okay so you, you okay? So the options are: you can either place the circle so that it hits Felodius and the tree guy, but it will also hit the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Or you can place the circle in such a way that it only hits Felodius, but then you won't hit the big tree guy. But you will be able to hit a couple of the circle druids. Circle druids. Um, I would like to be able to hit who looks more threatening to me at the moment like optically Felodius or Tree Man um like actually as a threat if that makes sense not not who we are aiming for but like who's the threat Does that make sense? Tree Man's a hundred feet away from you and he look and it looks like it's uh ten feet tall of wood based muscle and beat stick but Felodius looks like a caster of some kind. I would like to be able to hit Felodius and, and not the not the little dude. Okay. Um, so I'm going to cast Sleep at third level. Um, okay. Which means I roll 7d8, I think. Hang on. Um, nope. 7, 8, 9d8. So... Do they get a, a save for this, or it's just you have to roll and that amount of hit I points? I get to roll, and I, it's that many hit points worth, but it starts from the lowest hit-pointed person, so... Okay, so it'll affect some of these... Pleb boys um, before it pleb boys first. Hang on, I just realised that I need the eights, because I've got the wrong dice out. Um, one, two d8s, three d8s... Thank goodness I just got my Meeples and Dragons advent calendar and just got a bunch of D8s. <laughs> Five D8s. Six D8s. I mean, you, you can roll them multiple times if you had to. No! 
I like the sound of the giant pile of clicks like your mouth rocks, Ben. <laughs> and I need one I, more. I knew that was going to be the answer. Uh, I just had to say it. I think it's this one that's the bright orange ones. Yep. And I need another one. <laughs> okay. So I need... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> How do we still only have eight? It can't be right. Where's the orange one? Nine. Okay. Nice. That's why I wanted to do it. Let's go. Let's see. Right. Okay. Quick maths. 6 and 3 is 9 and 3 is 12 and 3 is 15 and 3 is 18 and 3 is 21 and 7 is 28 and 6 is 34 and 8 is 42 points of sleep if my maths is right. Okay. Does that sound Okey-dokey. right? Mm. Two of the druids, two of the people on the, the perimeter of this mm. desiccated circle fall asleep. Mm. Uh, two of the ones like at the north point of that circle. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I would please like... Um, Currently, out of the ten uh, people on the outside of the circle, three of them are entangled and two of them are asleep. Um, Then what I would like to do, please, is to... I don't know how this works functionally. Is there a low-hanging branch um, in this tree that I can go up? I want to put myself in a sniping position. Um, give me an athletics check to climb. Or you could do acrobatics if you want I to mean, as well. Acrobatics is, is going to be better. Um, uh, that is a 14 plus... You said acrobatics? Plus 3, so 17. Okay. Um, yeah, you get 15 feet up in this okay. tree. Um... Hopefully Harold has spotted that I've gone into sniper mode because that is the end of my turn. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm now resorting uh, my dice. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You did only this to yourself. Harold, Meredith, Potentia, and Morel were the only ones who were alerted to this was the yep. plan. Mm-hmm. So they get to make. They, they were the only ones who got to make their action. So now we roll initiatives. All right. Now I need my chunky big metal dice. There's my chunky big metal dice. 16. That's a four for me. Uh, natural 20 plus three. <laughs> Woo! Go Potentia. So just like, I know how this nice. works. Try and put some people to sleep, then climb up a tree, and then be ready to snipe from, from above. That's, that's, how the, that's how the game is played, no? Rolling for so many. I'm just gonna say that all the warriors, all the archers, go at the same time. You, <laughs> yeah. you literally did this to yourself, Ben. We have no sympathy for your like. Uh, uh, 
Uh huh. Just put so many NPCs in this battle. As I said, and whose fault is that? I mean, mine. That's right. No playing the blame game. Mm hmm. I did. I have done this to myself. Um, Potentia, you are up first. Cool. Um, I would like, please, to. No, I do not want to set the whole place on fire. That would be dumb. Um. Although, oh, that's force. That's okay. Um. I would like to cast a first level yeah first level magic missile please um so I'm creating little magical force darts that are going to um fire off and hit I'd like to hit both um uh, Felodius with two and um tree boy with one please so okay I think I think they just hit. They all just for damage. Hit. Yep, they all just the, hit. The magic missile was they they shoot off and magically like missile their way towards uh, your targets, and they don't have to roll a hit. They just hit. So that means um, so I've got three little D fours. One of them is red. That is the one that is for Tree Boy. The other two are purple. So that way we mm. can tell the difference. Okay. So Tree Boy gets four it's the d4 plus one and then yep. the other one gets uh, seven plus two is nine points of force damage please okay um, and then I'd like to sort of like scrabble myself so that I'm like tucked in against the tree so I'm a bit more like stable rather than just being sort of in the middle mm. of the branch it's less like movement more like stabilizing myself in the tree <laughs> 15 feet up. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you move, though, can I get you to roll me a d100? Sure. Um, I need. I actually have percentile dice now, so let's do that. I got a 36. Roll a d10 for me. Two. You find yourself imperceptibly aging by two years. So really, for me, nothing happens. <laughs> Functionally, nothing, nothing happens. happens. Functionally, for you, nothing happens. Okay, cool. But as you fire off that spell, yeah. uh, the winds that are yeah. blowing around this tree blow around yeah. you, uh, and you feel there is some kind of surge of magic. Mm-hmm. Some kind of wild magic. It's almost like a D100 on a wild magic table is a thing that people roll on occasion. Uh, and then do you continue to move up into um, the tree? I, I said I didn't want to go up I just want to go like against against yeah. not okay. because like, like, I'm not going to get right. cover from that but like just to sort of stabilise myself in the tree sure okay um then we move to uh sacrifice boy uh, who is going to attempt <laughs> uh who's going to attempt a wisdom saving throw because the enchantment is being... The person casting the enchantment is under some duress. Mm. Uh, hey, they make their save. 
Um, you see that the grey-robed figure standing between um, Velodes and the tree thing kind of like whip their head around mm. as if suddenly realising where they are and that battle is, t- is breaking out. Um, and... I'm going to roll some percentage dice. Because they're like checking around like what the heck's going on. I'm very confused. As they whip their head around, the hood that they've been wearing falls away. And you recognise this person. This is Aldwin. Oh no, Ethan! What?! <laughs> No! <laughs> Sacrifice boy is Aldwin. Uh, since the last time you've spoken with him, he's disgusted. <laughs> hey, Meredith, it's almost like ignoring and ghosting people's a bad choice. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, it is not my fault. Go away. <laughs> we didn't say it was your fault. Set I just said it's almost like, like it's sometimes a bad choice. <laughs> Not my fault. Didn't say it was. You heavily implied it, though. Nope. I just said, like, you don't know what happens to people in the interim. Not my fault at all. But they're just going to stand there confused about what's going on. Oh, Ben, sorry, can I clarify if my two years older is a permanent change? Yes. Cool. I just need to change it on my character sheet, then. Doop. Cool, done. <laughs> She's now 197 <laughs> instead of 195. Okay. She's getting close to that big 200. <laughs> That's the goal for her PhD um, is to get it done before she turns 200. <laughs> <laughs> she had five years, now she only has three. <laughs> Time crunch is real. Sorry. Time crunch is, is real when magic yeah. takes effect. Um, Meredith, yes. you're up. Alrighty. Uh, give me give me a uh, uh, Arcana roll. Arcana check. Yeah. Ooh, that's not bad. Twenty one. You witnessed that something strange and arc strange and magical happened when Potentia cast a spell near this tree. You're not well, sure what happened. Hang on, she was in but the tree roots. Does nothing happen to her on her roll? She cast magic. She cast magic and then she stepped into the trees. She hasn't done magic in. I cast this. magic and then. Oh, I suppose yeah, that way around. Okay, yeah, mm. that makes sense. Yeah. So you've seen that something magical happened. What? Uh, what happened? So Potentia cast a spell, fired off some arcane bolts, and then the wind that kind of is uh, is blowing this tree whipped around and blew past and through potential. Okay, did you get any damage? You she wouldn't know she looks, you wouldn't she, know. Looks un- she looks undamaged. She looks unchanged, in fact. Basically. From, to your eyes, I am unchanged. Alright. Um, question for you. My hand crossbow has range next to it, but it's got two different numbers. It's got 30 and then in brackets 120. So you can fire up to 120 feet. Yep. But if you fire beyond 30 feet, you fire at disadvantage. Okay. 
because the first range is like you can fire this far without any problems and then the second range increment is you can fire up to this far but it takes disadvantage to do so okay i'm gonna fire my crossbow crossbow then and then move up another 10 feet okay so crossbow roll two hits at disadvantage oh i got seven and a natural 20 Oh. Mm. Unfortunately, disadvantage means you miss. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. I move up goes wide. ten feet then. Mm-hmm. How is everybody in the on my side looking? Any big damage? Any? Nope. I mean, I went first. I mean, the only person Sorry. who's really yeah, you're the first ones to do things. Pretty much. The only person who's really taking damage is um, Floaties at this point. Cool. Uh, you are now seventy feet away from Floaties. Cool. Floaties. So, hang on. Can you remind me what's going on? We've got Aldwin. Aldwin is a sacrifice. Have I noticed that yet? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, okay. You're not entirely sure how he's here, why he is here, but you know he's here. So there's like a mix of confusion that's going around her fa- her face, and she like fires a crossbow bolt, but it goes wide, and then she yep. moves up a little bit. Possibly closer. why your shot goes wide. Oh yeah, because like, she's what? very confused. Mm-hmm. Surprise cameo. I don't know, I think it's just Ben likes to kill off his NPC. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> um Then we have Oh, it's Flodius time. No wait, archers. Archers fire. Um The four archers on both sides are going to start firing. Uh, who are they going to fire at? They're firing at Flodius because he is the target of their fire. One of them hits. So they all fire at once. Uh, one of them manages to land a hit and does a pretty sizable hit, uh, like lodging into his shoulder and, and causing him to have a pretty visible bleeding wound. Uh, then we have Morel. I think he's just going to move forward 30 feet. The, towards the group, towards the people. So Harold Morel breaks cover and moves out 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he seems to be readying some kind of spell. Right. It is this wood warrior thing is going to move and then dash. So it spends, it moves 60 feet towards the arches that are due east, um, which puts it like 50 feet south of Morel. Right. Rough trigonometry correctly. So it's, it's like marching out with its wooden shield and like wooden club thing. Then uh, our druids, who are arranged around the group here, they're all just going to follow Morel. He's he's their leader. They're going to follow him out. So their druids are going to move up to where Morel is. And... Ah, oh, they cast bark skin on themselves. That's what they'll do. So they're, all their skin turns turns bark and then Harold uh, you and Juniper have kind of been like left left behind here a little bit I'll try and use my free action to kind of like signal for Juniper to sort of like like that sort of like sneak around sort of motion so we're not just sort of together and then I'm gonna do guiding bolt again uh, at uh, Felodius uh, at Felodius yeah alright roll to hit That'll be 15. Yes. All right. If that'll hit. And that's 
19 points of radiant damage. And a, and, I, and a celestial guiding glow, uh, kind of like an aura around him, is going to aid the next person who tries to, to get him. I just need to check. Nice. I think it's only on ranged attacks. Oh, no, just is next it? attack. doesn't say anything about attack. range. Just attack. Okay. Yes. Uh, and I will... I guess, attempt to stay hidden as much as I can. Yeah, that works. That sounds good. Uh, it is Philodius' turn. They have taken so much damage. He turns to face where all these attacks are coming from. Arrow sticking out of his shoulder. Like, arcane damage scoring his robes. Uh, and he clocks Morel in the distance. But Morel is currently 70 feet away. Uh, I think he's actually going to take cover behind the altar and um, going to cast Cure Wounds on himself. Smart. That's right. Enemies can heal themselves too. (laughs) Only if they still have spell slots. Uh, I am going to cast this Cure Wounds as a 4th level spell. 4d8 healing. Okay, I rolled 3 1s and a 7. <laughs> so 10. So 10. Oh, ten, he- no. 10 health back. It's not nothing. But oh, like, no, 4d8 and I rolled 3 1s and a 7? <laughs> Yikes. Alright, well he, he must have that, that shoulder injury with the arrow mm. and all those blast marks um the the eldritch blast and things the arcane bolts they're really like messing with his magic at the moment um so yeah he takes cover behind the altar uh he now has half cover and then juniper uh what is she going to do she is going to as harold suggested she's going to move she's going to move kind of around the circle towards where the archers are Uh, she'll spend her whole turn moving through the, the woods to get there um, it is now all these uh, druids followers. What are they going to do? Okay, so two of them are asleep. Three of them are entangled. So I'm going to roll the entangled ones and see if they can break free. What is the check they... No, wait. Morel cast that. I have his things. One of them breaks three. The other one, two are still stuck. So one of them gets to move. So... Oh boy, there's so many things I'm keeping track of. Okay. Okay, we're good. Um, so we've got four either asleep or trapped. One has moved, so there's five more, but they are not in a great position to be uh, in a fight. Two of them are going to move uh, east. Two of them are going to move west towards the archers and the warriors. And then uh, one of them is going to attempt to grab Aldwin. Rolls a nat. Tw- he tackles Alvin to the ground. Nat twenty. The warriors that I I have now. These three warriors. One of them is moves up with Morel. One of them charges at this wooden warrior. The other one moves up toward to engage with these other followers. I'm gonna roll attack against this this wooden warrior guy. Ah, oh, he rolls a one. He rolls an eight. All right, that does not enough. That uh, the stone club comes in and just bounces off that wooden shield and uh, we are back to the top Tensha cool um so just 
Philodius have cover from where I am optically? No, not from where you are. You are north of him enough that he doesn't have cover from you. He has he has cover from Harold and like that yep. side of the the circle, and but not from you because you're kind of from me. seventy feet. Okay. Um, I would like to cast the branch that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Each chance it's ten foot long. Sure. Can I go out to the end of the branch? I want to be within 60 feet of him, basically, but I don't want to particularly climb down from the tree. I'll let you get to the edge of the branch with an acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, we'll call it an easy check of DC 10. You have to be 10. 13 plus whatever, 3. Yep. Yep, so you move out toward the, to the end, cool. end of this like, um, 10 feet longest branch. to cast Shatter on him. On him. Centered on okay. him, technically, because mm-hmm. it is... A ten-foot radius sphere centered on that point, and if he is next to the altar, which is what I think you said, uh, he's hiding behind the altar. Yeah. yeah. Then um, a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spells area. So the mm-hmm. altar will take. Mm-hmm. I will have to roll mm-hmm. damage regardless of if I hit him. I think because uh, he gets a check, yeah con save fourteen. So it's it's a like you hit him, but it's how much he resists yeah. it. Um, casting it okay. second level, just for sorry, uh, yeah, uh, casting it like its base level, which is second level. Okay. Um, he rolled a uh, nineteen so for his con save, saves, which means I think he takes half damage. He takes half of this three d eight thunder damage, and the mm-hmm. also takes all of it. Mm. As does technically, I guess, the rocky floor under his feet. Yes. Uh, a six, a six, and an eight, so twenty. So ten for him so and twenty for everything in the area. Just undone that healing yeah. he did. Uh, it also creates noise. a really loud ringing noise, painfully intense. So regardless of whether it did him a lot of damage, his ears are going to be ringing like nobody's business. Mm. Um, and you also deal 20 points of damage to both the stone underneath him yeah, and the Yeah, is there altar. anything else within ten f- a 10 foot radius sphere of him? So I just realised that, like, the goal would mm. be if I, if I was likely to hit Aldwin with that 10 feet, I would put it no, where it doesn't. I don't, think you doesn't yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's anyone else yeah. within 10 feet on any side of him. No. Not with the um, 20 foot circle. Um, okay, so you hit him and the altar and the ground the ground cracks uh, as you yeah. shatter and the altar also has cracks that run through it um, so firstly my d100 I need you to roll d100 uh, 63 as you project that thunder mm. spell into the distance where he is uh, the the winds blow around you once more and you find yourself surrounded by fog am I in a fog cloud uh, you're in a fog cloud <laughs> so that means people can't see me I've just gone bump <laughs> yes I've gone full Brilliant. wizard <laughs> Um, <laughs> cool. How big is I need the every, like, 20 foot 
uh, radius cool. so I can't sphere see of okay. fog sentiment. You can't see anything, no. Um, I need everybody except Potentia and Meredith to roll deck saving throws. I say everybody because I have to do it for all these NPCs. <laughs> So, Harold, you need to roll a dex, dex saving throw. 15 for Harold. Um, okay, you're fine. There uh, are so If it's a 20 foot... People. Sorry, is Meredith in the fog cloud? No, I've moved 15 down. Feet up. I'm 15 feet up, but it's a 20 foot radius. I think Meredith is just on the very edge so of you've, the fog. I'm out. So, like, she is... She is, she is like, it's basically what this is like. The bottom like of the tree. Like, she kind of jumps and looks behind and goes... What? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> went full wizard. What is happening? Okay. <laughs> As you drew that potential, and you actually no, you can't see this. You don't know what happens. Potential state of being. I don't know. Stuff happens. Everyone else can see this. Um, As the altar has cracks run through it. Um, those cracks like project out into the ground as well. To like to the edge of the the clearing, as if the the shadow spell has hit that altar and then like been magnified and then thrown out into the ground beneath it. And, the entire and clearing, not just that twenty um, circle. Not just that twenty. That whole the whole Hold clearing it. has just been shaken. Yeah. Uh, except the tree cool. and the roots surrounding it are unaffected. Okay, cool. I'm real glad of that because I'm sitting um, on the end of a stick. <laughs> That would have been really bad. Uh, so, all the archers are now lying prone as the ground moved underneath them. They've all fallen over. Uh, the wooden warrior is fine. Um, the druids are fine. Harold's fine. Flodius is fine. Juniper fell over. All of the druids that Felodius has have fallen over, and the warrior fell over. The warriors have fallen over. That really impacted through. So Meredith saw that, but Potentia has not seen the effects of that. Uh, Alduin, you are being grappled. Can you escape this grapple? Yes! He manages to slip out of the arms of this this, uh, person grappling him, and crawl away and then stand up and they're like, they're ten feet they're just on the edge of that uh, circle of dead grass and they look very confused um, and very, like they don't they don't clock anybody like Alwyn doesn't see you doesn't recognise you, they're just panicked mm-hmm. Meredith um, how far away am I from everybody? More than 20 feet from me. <laughs> you are 70 feet from... From the centre, right? From the centre, from yep. Flodius. You're 30 feet, roughly, from Brother Morel and his druids and the warrior that is with him. You're from... Like, that's at, that's at your, like, 2 or 3 o'clock. At your 5 o'clock... About 20 feet away is a druid who's, like, running towards Brother Morel. Um, do you need more distances? I can tell you where other people are in relation Bad guys. To Bad guys. Um, you're 50 feet away from this wooden warrior who is currently engaged in a, a 
fist fighting like club club battle with one of these um, warriors of Brother Morel. Mm-hmm. Um, you are seventy feet from uh, two more of Brother Felodius's followers who are like running towards up behind that warrior. Um, everyone else is beyond 70 feet. Okay, cool. How's Brother Morel looking? He hasn't taken any damage. Oh, okay. Why are there people running towards him, then? Because they're going to attack him. Ah, oh, the druid running towards He's... him is a bad dude. Yeah, the druid, the guy running towards him is a bad dude. I see. There's... But Brother Morel also has... He's surrounded by four barkskin druids. Yeah, he's... Uh, and a warrior. Cool. Um, I'm going to load up my crossbow again. How far away am I from Alduin and the dude that he's running away from? 90 feet away from you. Okay. I am going to sling an Eldritch Blast away uh, over at the guy that was attacking Alduin, and I'm going to yell at Alduin at the top of my voice, What are you doing here? Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> Alduin, good. get over here. Oh, come on. Ten. Uh, well, this guy does get hit by this. His AC is not very high. <laughs> you do hit him. Amazing. Um, Let me roll damage then. Ten. Uh, I need you to roll a d4. Two. He he drops. You hit this guy and he just like takes this Eldritch Blast and just collapses. Yeah. I'm just going to shout at Aldwin to get his attention and to try and get him to come over. Also... Roll a d100. Uh, 48. Oh. Mm. Oh no. Okay, hang on. Oh no! It sounds like Ben has to look up a spell on how it works. Ben has to look up something. Oh no! Um, hmm. I got bad feelings. <laughs> no, because sometimes there are some weird things that like... Yeah, yeah. If ben, is, if ben is working off of a standard wild magic table, it might be that some things don't work because of yeah. the context because it's not someone who's casting it or whatever so okay uh, emerging from I don't like the word emerging the the roots of this tree yes uh, from a, a, a gap between this world and another uh. Uh, with soft white hair covering its body a golden flowing mane and a spiraling shiny horn. A unicorn appears next to you. Yes. 